Welcome. My name is Nicholas Warren Sturry. I am sitting here in Doric Lodge in Nashville, Tennessee on 21st Avenue. We're here with Michael Cooper. This is The Listener's Lodge, a podcast rooted in Freemasonry. I'm your host, Mitch Dinning. Welcome back to the Listener's Lodge. I have kind of a special episode for you today. We recently got together and filmed a few clips for the Nashville Valley of the Scottish Rites Journey Passport Program. Now, during that day of filming, we met Michael Cooper. Now, Michael Cooper is a muralist here in Nashville, and Doric Lodge reached out to him to paint the outside of their building. And if you would like to see images and video of the outside of Doric Lodge, you can go to the Listener's Lodge's YouTube page and find this episode and view it there. But we sat down with Michael Cooper and he told us his story. And I want to share that interview with you today. I hope you enjoy it. The reason why we're here in this very peculiar room is because Michael has recently done a number, a handful of, of murals for this building. And uh, I'm sure that you guys can probably guess by uh, the paint covering him. He's, he's always busy. Got doing paint? <laughs> I was gonna say. You guys probably knew he was a painter before I had to introduce him. But yeah, Michael, it's, it's really good to have you here, man. Thank you. And, and Thank I think you. that, great um, to be here. you know, we, we spent some time talking before you know, the camera started rolling, walking around with the, the newest mural outside, which was completed very recently. Um, and then you have, I guess, I don't know if the murals in the hallway would be considered one or two murals. You have the door. It's really, it's really one mural, uh, yeah. one project. Yeah. So uh, we, we did the whole thing at the same time. So that yeah. would be one project. Well, I, I definitely think that the best way to get the viewers up to speed with what's going on is is for you to maybe tell us a little bit about your history with painting i mean do you remember when the first wow. time you picked up <laughs> a paintbrush was oh wow okay that we, we didn't go over that one uh i i literally i i remember in the first grade uh getting my hand slapped by the teacher for drawing on a folder when I shouldn't be drawing on a folder <laughs> instead of doing something else. I, I've been just doing it forever. Yeah. But it, it's real funny, relative to murals, uh, I've really never done any canvas work, any, you know, like what somebody would call gallery work or something like that. Yeah. Just always painted on walls. Uh, I did stuff for my parents. I did stuff for my kids' schools. I did stuff in my home. I did stuff at the fraternity house. We do. I paint big super graphics all over the walls and the logos and and things like that. Um, you know, for churches and 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 uh, like the JCC or something. Uh, always painting something, but never did canvas work. Yeah, and it was just always for fun, just but, a hobby. It sounds like it came pretty natural to you. Oh yeah. It, it, I, I have no idea why. Do Could not tell you. Do you think that most? Do you think that an artistic eye can be developed, or do you think it has to be a, a, a born thing? Great question. Um, I've had students. I, I teach mural classes as well, mm -hmm. 
And uh, people say, well, I can't draw a straight line. Uh, well, first of all, neither can I. I have tools to help me do that. Uh, <laughs> but uh, you can teach people just to look, just to see uh, where, where they would not have before. So yes, is there natural talent? Absolutely. I see people who can draw things that I could never do. Uh, just sit there and you know draw your portrait. Yeah, you know it. it you you would look like a cartoon character really bad if I was to try to do that. <laughs> some people could do it. It would look photorealistic, and, and I'm amazed at that kind of a natural talent. Yeah. Um, but for doing what we do, it can be taught. As far as I'm I'm concerned, uh, can people do it better than others? Absolutely. Yeah. But just the basics? No, you can teach that, it's and pretty- uh, just open people's eyes up to what I say is just paint what you see do you think that do you think that your um your artistic inspiration growing up was was any of it inspired by where you were raised that you're from memphis i'm from memphis was were you raised in an artistic environment or was it kind of something that just came from within i was raised on uh where the artwork was uh you know black velvet elvis paintings uh a lot of the stuff that i saw i i would my parents had a, a restaurant Growing up, and, and they had paintings lined up and down the 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 uh, uh, the line where you walked in to, to get your foods, a cafeteria style. They were, you know, looking back, were horrible paintings. They were terrible, uh, <laughs> you know. But you know, I didn't know any better. Uh, but so yeah. I wasn't really raised up in that. Um, I think that the first time that one really hit me, uh, I'd moved to St. Louis and was living there for about six years. And Richard Haas uh, did a mural on the outside of a large warehouse there. And it absolutely blew me away. Uh, Trump Loy, uh, which, which means, it's a, a French term means to fool the eye. Mm. And it was done in such a way that there were columns, there were statues, there were birds flying over. And I'll bet you this thing was probably 15 stories tall. And it, it just absolutely floored me to see this. But it also, I, I would look at it and go, I could do that. Mm. <laughs> now I had no training, I had no clue about any of it, but to look at it, it was like, yeah, that's pretty cool, but I could do that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and it wasn't until years later that I actually started doing this as a profession. Yeah, but uh, but my background, uh, I, I told you uh, when we were talking earlier, uh, contracting, commercial interior design. Uh, I learned a lot about architectural drafting and perspective and renderings and, and, and that type of thing. And I've taken all of what I learned there and applied it to to the murals. Yeah, that's fascinating. So you so you were raised in Memphis or born right. in Memphis. How old were you when you ended up here in Nashville? Oh, uh, that would. Okay, you, you asked that the, the wrong way. <laughs> I, I have to do math now. Uh, I, it was 32 years ago. Okay. So, uh, and I started professionally doing the murals within a year after I got here. Well, so, uh, so was Nashville, because I've always viewed Nashville as being a very artistic city, as everybody knows at this point. Oh, it is. What was there when when you moved from Memphis to Nashville? Because I don't know if Memphis is nearly as artistic as Nashville. Was there something that kind of opened up for you where 
Because that's very quick within a year to go full on well, into professional mural painting. Well, I actually uh, came to work here uh, for a an office furniture dealership to do sales and interior design, cool. to do design work. And while I was working for them, uh, started doing some work with a uh, another designer and she had a client and she said they were looking you know they wanted this big logo painted actually where what Bellmead drugs that was okay. my very first one Bellmead drugs and they just wanted their logo painted on the wall i said i could do that yeah she goes really <laughs> sure so i went out there borrowed this old rickety wooden ladder from a friend and got up there and stood on the top of that, taking my life in my own hands. And uh, <laughs> no insurance, brushes. no, well, of course not. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> you know, finding you know brushes at you know Walmart or something. I don't yeah. know whatever was hanging around. And probably took me you know two weeks to paint two little logos over there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, today I could probably knock out the whole thing in two hours. Yeah. Uh, but still, that was my first one. It's like this is so much fun. Yeah. And, Very uh, humble beginnings. Oh yeah, and then it just took off from there. Yeah, um, I told uh, my wife that I was dating at the time. I'd gotten divorced and and moved here, and and uh, Mickey and I started dating. And uh, she had seen some work I had done before in an apartment I was living at in Memphis, and uh, she thought it was wallpaper. It's like, no, I did that last night. She goes, no, you didn't. <laughs> yeah, no, really, I did. Here's the paint. Here's the brushes. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I painted a whole wall in, in, the, in the apartment. And uh, so anyway, after I got here, I was basically getting tired of the design business. She says, well, why don't you paint murals? You're pretty good at that. It's like, you mean like for a living? She goes, Sure. You're like, all right. Okay. <laughs> so I painted, I got these, I made up these cards. That they're like fluorescent orange cards. Yeah. And, and, Can't miss them. And, and, and my portfolio portfolio consisted of four by six uh, pictures that I had taken of little projects I'd done throughout the years. I had to go back and find pictures of them. That was my portfolio. Yeah. And I uh, went around and called on architects and designers because I knew most of them. Yeah. And started building up a business and uh, they were going, you could do that? I said, sure. Then I'd go home and figure out how to do it and because uh, I had no clue yeah. and uh, it took off from there. So here it is 31 years later and now I'm doing you know projects like this. It's, I'm, I'm just blown away. I think what you said is fascinating because I, I think that um, a lot of people try to wait for like the perfect moment to do something or they, they wait until like the stars are aligned, but you really just went for it. Oh no, just did it. You oh. just went for it and figured it oh, out yeah. as you went. Oh, absolutely. And I, I, it seems like, you know, the people I talk to, it seems like that's a repetitive thing in success stories is really just going for it and figuring out as you go. So oh no, ab absolutely. Uh, and I do a lot of, you know, decorative finishes, marbleizing and wood graining and things like that. Yeah. People would come to me and said, can you do this? So, sure, absolutely. You go home. Then I go home, find a book, <laughs> you find me instructions, <laughs> practice, you know, yeah. but, you know, that's that's how you learn. Yeah. That's how you do it. So how how many, so it's it's June, no, it's July 3rd right now, 2021. Correct. Right. Um, you've been in Nashville for 32 years. Correct. How many murals have you done in Nashville? Wow. <laughs> uh, we actually, some years ago, um, 
tried to put a list together, like of a, a, a tour of, of you know yeah. murals that we've done, and it was a it was a good couple of pages, single spaced. I mean, there's so many hundreds, thousands, like what? Oh, I wouldn't say thousands. Uh, definitely hundreds. Yeah. Uh, but uh, and some of them have been around still. They're here. Uh, you'll see big exterior ones that have been around for twenty some odd years. Uh, but uh, in fact, the the Vanderbilt coaches murals, uh, coaches mural. Uh, I worked on that one. It was up for twenty seven years. Uh, keep kept going back, changing the, the faces every time they got new coaches. Uh, <laughs> it's kind of like you know, Vanderbilt was like job security. But anyway. Uh, <laughs> It, it uh, so they've been around for a while, and just during these past few years, uh, there's always been you know street art and and and, and uh, graffiti art and that type of thing, but it really wasn't that prevalent around town. And I'd say just within the last five six years, uh, it's really exploded. Yeah. And so there's you know everybody's a muralist, uh, but to be honest, there's very few, and, and they do. Fabulous work, uh, a lot, a lot of the the graffiti work, a lot of the street art. It, I couldn't imagine doing it. It's it's done really well. Yeah. Uh, but there's still not very many people who do the kind of work that I do, and uh, I'll I'll gratefully own that. Yeah. Uh, or there's I'll, a lot uh, of value and experience. Yeah. And well, intuition, I, you know? I, I I like to to specialize in the Trump law, in the three dimensional kind of a. a treatment to a particular wall. Now, um, was that kind of inspired by that 15-story mural that you saw in Memphis? Absolutely, 100%. Because when you were describing that, it made me think of the mural that we're going to be talking about here. In exactly. Uh, that is, I, I'll give him Richard Haas full credit. Yeah. Cool. Uh, I've got a couple of his books. I've been to some talks. He signed them for me. We've talked. I think he's even used some of my brushes. I actually designed and had developed some mural brushes and uh, sent them to him for comment and he loved them but uh, cool. but anyway I, I digress uh, now he, I know a lot a lot of people um, a lot of people are going to watch this and say oh you're sitting in it this is a Masonic Lodge correct you know you're not a Mason nope uh, the reason why we're here is because you've been doing artwork at this lodge correct on 21st and you did how long how long has it been since you did the stairway mural uh, that was the first one. Was that that might have been done in April? Okay, I'll have to ask Jay Michael. Okay, he's sitting over here. I could look yeah. over them and ask him. <laughs> when was that done? March. I was close. March. Okay. Okay. So this is all. This is all very recent. Both of these. Yes, both of them very recent. And this is the first time that you've done a job for a Masonic Lodge. Yes, absolutely. Um, how was your experience working with? Uh, with Masons on an art piece like this. Was it any different than working with anybody else? Um, first of all, everybody I worked with was fabulous. Mm -hmm. uh, great, great people to work with. I wish all my clients were, were as, uh, as, as friendly, informative, uh, and accepting uh, as they have been. Uh, it was a great experience. Yeah. Um, it was an eye-opening. <laughs> To work on these projects, uh, I, I knew that there was lots of symbolism involved. I didn't realize to what extent. Yeah, everything, and I'm saying everything that we did meant something, means something. Yeah, uh, there is a um, 
a connection to something greater. And um, it really, we, we had to think. We had to think a lot. Yeah. Uh, and even during the painting process, things had to be changed because I didn't think enough. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't ask the right questions. <laughs> uh, oh, yes, that's east. That means this has to go over here. Well, if that's east, that means this can't be here. It has to be here. This ha- it, it, it you was, didn't know what you were signing up for, man. Oh, <laughs> good Lord. <laughs> it, was, it was a fabulous experience. Yeah. Absolutely fabulous. Uh, I would go into, uh, in fact, I, I was at... Uh, a lodge uh, in East Nashville. Uh, they called wanting to talk to me uh, about doing some stuff down there. And he says, well, you know, this is what we want, but we can't tell you why we want it because that's, you know, a symbolic kind of a thing. And so I started to explain to him why it was there. He goes, okay, well, I guess you do know. <laughs> you know, because of just of the all the research that we had to do yeah, uh, and all the amazing people that we work with that are incredibly knowledgeable about the inner workings of, of the, the Masons and, yeah. and what everything means. Yeah. Um, so hopefully I soaked up enough of that to help me on some projects. <laughs> now this mural is at the intersection of 21st and what, what's that side road? Bernard. Bernard, 21st and Bernard, right across from Jay Christopher's. Correct. Um, it's a huge, I don't know the dimensions exactly, maybe you know. You I happen to know the dimensions. It is, uh, well, right at about 30 foot by 100 foot. Yeah, and this is, you can see Give it. Give or take. You can see it heading south, I believe, is the Correct. direction. Correct, headed south see. on Hillsboro. Um, and Excuse it's, me, on 21st. Yeah, on 21st, away from downtown. Correct. If you're um, headed to the Green Hills Mall, make a stop. That's where you're going to see that's it. That's the one. You know, for me, the very first time that I saw it, what stood out to me was the pop that the colors had, yes. the contrast. Because I see some paintings, and it's almost easy to drive by them and miss them. Right. But this one really stands out. It's it's in your face, but it's not loud. It's it's proud. Um, was that intentional? Was there uh, a reason why you chose those specific colors? Was this requested by the lodge? Was this something that you kind of decided on implementing? We we decided on a lot of the colors, but we did so in conjunction. Uh, with uh, J. Michael, with uh, with Matthew, with Patrick uh, Craddock, yeah, uh, to make sure that everything was one was accurate, mm-hmm. uh, and we wanted to replicate a lot of the colors that were inside this very lodge itself. Yeah, uh, but the colors we used, I didn't want anything garish. Uh, that's not what this is about. Uh, wanted to a lot of natural colors, but we wanted some good contrast as well. Like, like you said, I didn't want things to be mudded up. I didn't want it to disappear. Yeah. I want, you know, the whole purpose of doing this was to uh, uh, have eyeballs on the wall yeah. and therefore eyeballs on the Masons and the Masonic Lodge. Yeah. You want people to, to ask questions. It's important. Absolutely. Um, now, you had told me that you've been after that wall for like 30 years. Oh, I mean, it's a great wall. You've known about this wall. Oh, and absolutely. Have, so so what what is it about you know, take us into the mind of a muralist. When you saw this wall for the first time, what went through your head? That, that's a, an amazing canvas. Yeah. That is a canvas. It needs, it screams for something. Yeah. It's for the most part, except for, you know, a few windows on it, it's a blank wall. Yeah. And, uh, and, and that's, you know, most people, <laughs> my, my wife is, uh, she grew up in the uh, uh, um, uh, electrical business, electrical supplies, uh, they, they sold uh, stuff to like NES and people like that. Cool. So uh, 
You know, so she would drive by and go, oh, look, a substation. You know, <laughs> you know, her father probably sold all the stuff that went into that substation. Yeah, it's like, yeah. oh, wow, a substation. Me, I'm the one that goes, oh, look, a wall. So you're just constantly, as you're driving, uh, seeing walls. Absolutely. I like absolutely. it. Absolutely. It's, it is. It's empty canvas. Yeah. Now, it, it's not necessarily we need to put something there. There needs to be a purpose. There needs to be a reason, not just simply, you know, for the sake of having something. I, I don't do that, but to me, they're just this just was seemed like a great opportunity. Yeah. So when J. Michael gave me a, a call and said, "You know, we'd like to talk to you about this wall," it's like, oh, it's about time. Yeah. <laughs> Finally, I think it's fascinating. I mean, one so you know, one of my favorite pieces of Masonic symbolism is a rough ashlar and a smooth ashlar. Yes, Are you familiar with these? So I almost view that Very. mural before <laughs> it was painted as being a rough ashlar. Ah, um, okay. You know, being just something that was that had potential but had not been crafted yet, and now well, see, there, there's more symbolism now it, through yeah, what you've right. done to that. What through what you've done to that wall, you've taken that piece of rough ashlar and you've turned it into something that's that's uh, attractive to the eye, and uh, I think it's I think it's beautiful. So well, when you, you when you were you. how were you approached by the lodge? How did they find you? Was it uh, you had a friend of a friend, or was it somebody reached out to you online? Do you remember what that first phone call was? No. Okay. I think, and pardon me, I'm going to go off camera here. How did you, I I know I asked you. I found you on the internet. Google. Yeah, that's it. That's it, Google. So J. Michael called you. J. J. Michael gave me a call. Cool. And uh, absolutely, but I I will give credit to my, my, web guru who takes care of my website yeah yeah uh we really work on the seo on that uh, but uh it, it's funny as many and, and sometimes no offense sometimes i do take offense at somebody i found you on google really i've got a thousand murals around this town <laughs> every one of them's a, a business card i've got my name and phone number at the bottom of them yeah so how'd you find me did you see one of my walls no i just googled you googled seriously <laughs> <laughs> so power of the internet oh yeah it, but but that's even even yeah. before that how'd you find me yellow pages yeah really i mean you didn't see that huge mural over there on i just yellow pages that's all i did so yeah anyway so you were so J. Michael called you, right? And I'm I'm guessing he just had you come over and take right. A look. And, just, you, and you already knew about this wall. I knew the wall. I absolutely so knew you the said, wall. Thank God. I didn't know. I didn't know that it was uh, um, honestly a Masonic lodge. Yeah. I might somewhere in the depths, somewhere me. It was just Freeman's. Mm-hmm. It was you know Freeman's Army surplus. Yeah. Uh, that that's who it was. So when he called me out, I didn't realize that the you know really there was a lodge here. But the more I looked at it, it's like, well, yeah, there's symbolism all over the place. Yeah. Uh, in fact, we even uh, painted, uh, repainted the columns and the wall. Uh, the uh, honorable blue is the color mm-hmm. uh, that we used. So we that was the first part of it, and then we worked on the interior, then the exterior. But no, I had. It never realized uh, it being a lodge. When when you realized that, um, did you have any sort of history? Did you know Masons? What, did you know anything about Masonry before you started talking to J. Michael? N- probably not any more than watching the Da Vinci Code. Okay. Yeah. Uh, that that was <laughs> that was the depth of my knowledge as far as Masons. I knew there was 
a lot of symbolism involved. Yeah. Uh, you know, read a couple of Dan Brown books and, 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 and that was it. And didn't re- realize how pervasive it is uh, through everything. Yeah. Um, but um, it, it, I will tell you, it was a blast getting down in the weeds. Yeah. Uh, learning, learning as much as I did. At this point, you know, after doing those two murals, you, you're probably somewhat proficient in a lot of the symbols and understanding. I could sit and talk with you all day long. <laughs> yeah. So how, how was that, you know, because obviously you, you were working, but this is also like a big, it seems like a big education. Oh, absolutely. Um, uh, and, and a lot, uh, developed a lot of respect yeah. uh, for, for everything uh, that you guys are about and what you do. Yeah. What was the, uh, talking about the actual mural on the outside itself mm-hmm. now, um, you started in the bottom left corner, is that correct? Where did you start this mural? What was the, what was the process like when you had your team come out? Um, what did the time lapse of, of structure kind of look like to putting that I whole thing I can't tell together? you that, that's a secret. Uh, that's a, <laughs> well, then uh, you want to tell us your secrets right, and we'll right. keep our secrets. That's right, right. <laughs> exactly. It's a little quid pro quo here. Uh, quid pro quo. Uh, no. Uh, you know, obviously the first thing we do is we'll prime the wall. Yeah. We'll, we'll make sure everything's good and solid and clean and we have a good surface to work on. But physically, uh, to start, the first thing you do is establish a vanishing point. Yeah. Uh, it's done with a strong perspective as if it is viewed from either driving down Hillsboro uh, towards the wall or walking down the sidewalk. So almost from the corner of the building, that is where the, the vanishing point, if you will, uh, perspective is from and so we set that then everything emanates from that everything well that's fascinating so everything everything can be traced to this this single point single point five foot six inches wow up on the side of the wall that's fascinating that's very interesting and you were telling me that if that's not oriented right see people don't notice it if it's right but if it's wrong if it's wrong it 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 drives it's like being in a room that's not quite level yeah, it's like it's like looking at a picture on the wall that somebody has touched and it's not it's it's not square. Yeah, uh, you'll you'll see it and it'll drive you nuts. Makes me think of you know I I, uh, I went to App State and I lived in Boone, North Carolina, and we had this like I did a project there in Boone. Yeah, which sure one did? Where was it? Uh, when you walk in downtown, it's a big logo, uh, and it it says you know I think it says Welcome to Boone or something, and it has the Elevation Street? or something like that. It's on King it's right there. Yeah. 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 Uh, and, uh, kind of near the stadium, is it? It's right dead downtown. Cool. And I'm uh, sure it did. So, Boone, so there's this place, uh, there's this place, it's kind of like a Ripley's Museum. Uh huh. You know, you're talking about like being in a room where the ground's not level. Oh, I don't know yes, if you've been I've in been one of those. these rooms yes. where the you tiles. Get dizzy. Yeah, the tiles yeah. are off and yes. it throws you off. It's flat, it's perfectly flat. But just the perception of the way that it's painted makes yep. you go crazy. Yep. You can't. It's just interesting. It made me think of that, you know. I think that's really cool. Um, so when you, so you said you put primer. Do you guys have to go over and, like, pressure wash the whole side of the building to, to the, clean something up for something like well, this? Well, we make sure the wall is, first of all, is clean. If it's already clean, we, yeah. you know, unless it's some obvious uh, loose paint and things like that, we don't have to do anything like that. Uh, but by priming it, that gives us a good fresh coat to go with, good something to, to grip the paint real well. Yeah. I want this mural to be there for a long time. Uh, so not only do we use top quality exterior acrylics, uh, but we'll also even put um, a clear coat over the top of it that's got a UV filter. 
Cool. So that'll help it uh, not fade. So it'll be like it is for many, many, many years. That's cool. How long do you think, I mean, do you go back ever on any of your old murals and reapply that coat? Uh, we haven't yet, hasn't needed it. Yeah. But I would say on something like this, 10 years, you might put another clear coat on it. Wow. You know, 15 years, uh, but it lasts a long time. It's pretty cool. So, you know, one of the things that I was asking you when we were outside was, because this is a very symbolically intensive project. Um, and I think that you said this was kind of the first one that had such deep meaning in every single piece. Absolutely. Uh, so what, what was it like to kind of take on a project like that for the first time? Did you have to, did you have to like call any audibles in the way that you were planning it? Was there anything that maybe uh, came up that you weren't expecting? You know, what, what, kind of, what kind of things came up where, you know, what kind of obstacles did you have to overcome with this one? Obstacles. Yeah. Not necessarily obstacles, challenges. Okay. Uh, because, uh, and, and, and welcome them all, uh, because it, it made it that much more exciting. Uh, and it wasn't a, just a standard, you know, no project's boring. Okay, yes, some are. Uh, but it, it, it was truly exciting because everything meant something. Yeah. And so our, our research that we did uh, just took us deeper and deeper into, uh, you know, the, the, the dif different symbols and how many there are, yeah. uh, which to me was fascinating. I mean, everything. So we had to be very careful about what went where. Uh, we had to be very aware of even the, the compass points. Yeah. Uh, even in this room we're sitting in right now, I can tell you, you know, which direction and how many steps are behind me on that platform. There's three there, there's two here, there's one there. So, I mean, it, <laughs> you, you know, it, it just, of course, you know, painting the mural uh, didn't realize the, the detail like that. And we had to uh, change a few things during the process because they simply weren't right. Yeah. And, you know, we, we talked about it and it's like, well, does it really need to be that? Somebody will say something yeah, and uh, that that's not right. And that, that would be their focus. And, and that's not what we wanted. Yeah. Uh, so we, we made things correct. I think even the colors that we started to use uh, uh, on the, uh, the coffered ceiling, if you will, uh, that we put in, uh, in into the depth. Originally, we had the colors coming from front to back. You know, from sun, sunrise to sunset. As it turns out, nope, that's right, because that way south, that's north, so the sun rises in the, in the east and west, wherever it rises. East. Yeah. Yeah, thank you. And so it, it, so we had to have it that way from, from, from left to right. Yeah. And so we changed that. And, uh, even, so from the very beginning, we had to adjust on the fly, uh, from, because it wasn't caught in the uh, approved drawings. Mm. Uh, we really didn't do that much color, just mostly the drawings. So when we started getting into it, I uh, had to adjust accordingly. Yeah. And I welcomed it. I, we're gonna do it, do it right. Yeah, I think that's I think that's pretty cool. I think the last thing that I, I wanna ask, I think the last thing that I want the viewers to, to know, so if somebody's gonna come and see this mural, I want to put them in your head, what is your favorite component of the side of Doric Lodge. Wow. Which piece do you want somebody to maybe spend a couple extra minutes looking at? 
if, if you break it down individually, I mean, I, I love the, um, I, I love the scene with the, the tree, the hanging sheaf of wheat, uh, the falling water, the sun. I love that. I love the, uh, the Johns, uh, St. John the Baptist, St. John the Evan Evangelist. Those are done real well. I love the, uh, the, uh, the door leading into the middle chamber. Mm -hmm. uh, I think that that was done real well. Uh, I, I, it's difficult to, to have a very favorite piece because even each individual area can stand on its own. Yeah. So uh, I, I love the coffers. I love the way the color uh, blends uh, from light to dark. I, th I think I thought that turned out exquisite. Uh, yeah, I'm. Favorite, yeah, the whole thing. Yeah, well, <laughs> the whole you know, thing is a favorite. We, we definitely uh, yeah, the corner of Bernard is the name Bernard and Twenty First. Corner of Bernard and Twenty First. Yep, that's it. Friedman surplus right across from J. Christopher's. That's it. As many people as possible should come and see this. Because oh, absolutely, this is truly a work of art. I, I can't tell you how many tens of thousands of cars drive by every day. Yeah, and uh, I, I just absolutely know. A bunch of them have stopped and flipped around the building just to stand out front to see what's going on because yeah. it is. I, I'm sorry, it is a work of art. Yeah, it turned out fabulous. Well, Michael, thank you for taking some time to come and, and chat with oh, us. Oh, it's about my pleasure. This. It's my pleasure. Uh, it's been great getting to know you, and and I'm glad that you've got to kind of get a taste of what the fraternity stands for and participate in helping us spread the word and uh, we appreciate everything that you've done for us. Thank you very much, that means a lot. Thank you very much. Oh, you bet. Pleasure getting to know you. Again, I'd like to thank you for tuning in to the Listener's Lodge today. And if you're ever in Nashville, stop by Doric Lodge and take a look at this miraculous work of art. Also, if you would like to see video of this episode and images of this mural, please visit the Listener's Lodge on YouTube where this episode is available. Thank you again for tuning in. We'll talk to you next time.